Welcome to Oyana, a teenager's journey to self-love. Our mission is to inspire, educate and empower helping teenagers and parents to navigate through life and connect with their inner self. I'm your host Carol Oakley and thank you for tuning in and uh, wow happy new year to you all you know let's hope that this year is going to be brighter than the last year and um, I hope you're well and you're you know taking care of your taking care of your loved ones and uh, if you're a regular listeners you'll know that uh, we're in series two now because last series was all very much about listening and hearing and celebrating people's life lessons so I thought I'll just kind of shake things up a little bit um, and just focus on more sort of life topics you know topics that we all have to deal with at some point in our life and I just thought I'd kind of shake things up just so that you can get a little bit more value um, out of out of these out of these discussions uh, so kicking off i'm going to be kicking off with finance because of course finance is obviously so broad and um but i will endeavor to cover the basics um obviously the most important areas which like i said you'll most probably come across either you know before school or when you leave school or when you leave university or even later on in life um, and like sort of like financial management sort of student loans uh, what else uh, car finance mortgages all those sort of things I endeavor to um, sort of cover uh, this month now like during series one financial management was the number one lesson that kept coming up in which my guests wish they taught at school young and old and for me it's all about breaking the cycle and teaching and empowering you, our children, from an early age. And the great thing is, you've got time. You know, you have the advantage of having time on your side. So why not help? You know, why not help our children to use this time efficiently? And my guest does that. She does that brilliantly. And so today I have the honor of introducing you to Amanda Van de Gulick, who is from Ontario, Canada. Now, Amanda is a mompreneur who, after surviving a three week coma with only a 20% chance of survival, is now on a mission to empower families to create passive income from their passions. Featured on Radio Disney and on Parenting Summits the world over. So if you want to pick up some great tips or some insights, stay tuned because Amanda's going to give you lots of information to help you create a healthy wealth mentality and become financially empowered. So without further ado, here is Amanda. Here is here is Amanda. How are you doing, Amanda? <laughs> oh my goodness! Thank I'm so you excited. So much, Carol, for having me on today. This is this is really exciting. I'm so glad that you're touching on financial education, and that's amazing. Great job, 2021. Rock. <laughs> oh, fantastic, fantastic! I'm so excited because this area is, is is really dear to my heart, you know, and I just think it's so important for our children to to learn, you know, financial literacy at a young age, you know, just so they can be set up for life, you know. Exactly, yeah. Not like myself, you know, you know, like 
you know, years on years down the road, you know, I'm learning these things, you know. So it's all these things I wish that I I knew when I was younger. So you know, this is brilliant, and I really appreciate you know you appreciate you coming on to share your pearls of wisdom with us. Well, thank you. It's it's an honor, and trust me, you're not alone. Um, the majority of the parents that come through to me are always like, I'm learning so much. <laughs> oh, brilliant, 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 yeah. brilliant. Now, um. Amanda, before we kind of get stuck in, can you just share with our listeners a little bit about your background and your journey? For sure, for sure. So growing up, I was raised in a very entrepreneurial family. So I was always raised with the concept of do the work one time to create something that's going to pay you recurringly. So I was raised with the concept of passive income. We went through a lot of things like multi-level marketing, our own businesses. And so as a teenager, I started my own ventures. I did tutoring, which is not something for passive income, but it's good to connect and just start building your own business. I also did some MLM, so some Amway and some direct marketing like Tupperware, which was fun. Oh, God, I <laughs> and so I, I just always had that passion to be in charge of my own finances, as well as work a job at the same time to have some money coming in, but always, always working on something. Honestly, when I was 17 years old, I had five jobs going at the same time. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. I just, yeah, always, always go, go, go. And, um, and I also really loved empowering kids and teens. I was bullied as a child. And so I had a, a soft spot in my heart for anybody that was put down or anybody who, who just needed that bit of encouragement. And I remember myself actually um, in my teenage years, I desperately wanted to be like this famous singer or this movie star because I love performing. I love singing. I love acting, dancing. And the message I constantly got was, well, Amanda, you know, you're really good with kids. You should go into teaching just so you have something to back you up, you know, in case that that acting thing doesn't work out. Yeah. And mentally, psychologically, what it told me was that, well, acting and singing clearly is not going to work out. It's not possible. It's very scarce. It's very limited. Mm. And so you have to do something that's real and something that's solid and, you know, get a job. And so I thought, well, I do like teaching and empowering kids and teens. So I wasn't unhappy with that. But I was very blessed that I actually did not get accepted into the teacher's college at that time. We had a tremendous, like literally thousands of people applying when I was applying with only a couple hundred spots. So it was very difficult to get in, but it was a blessing. So I actually moved to Holland instead. And uh, cause I wanted to learn Dutch and I figured the best way to do that is just dive right into the country. Yeah, of course, <laughs> My background is Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it worked, although I did have to speak German to them because they weren't going to teach me Dutch. They were so proud of the fact that they could speak English. But okay. <laughs> as soon as I started speaking German, they, they, they definitely quickly told me, no, 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 let's do Dutch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the same rivalry between Canada and the U.S., Holland and Germany. <laughs> anyway, so I went there and I decided to, again, apply for the Teachers College and I was accepted right away, but I wanted to teach younger children. And so I knew I needed to know the language really well. So I actually declined and I thought, well, maybe I should learn the language properly first oh. and then reapply. But in that time, my ex-husband and I, we actually decided to move again to New Zealand and all this, all these moving and all this, you know, lost opportunity to become a teacher 
I still kept teaching. I still kept teaching entrepreneurship. I still kept teaching tutoring skills. And then I had my own children. I, I homeschooled them. And I was always teaching, but I was teaching entrepreneurship. I was teaching passive income ideas. I was teaching healthy wealth mentality. And I thought a school system is not the right place for me. Because mm. in school, we don't teach finances. We don't That's teach right. entrepreneurship, right? We yeah. teach just memorization skills, really. And I wanted to teach them not to memorize what they knew, but to know how to find what they needed to know. So, and that is part of entrepreneurship. Mm. And I wanted to teach them how to be, you know, in charge of their finances and, and to be in charge of their own destiny. Because um, my current wife, she actually was... Um, let, uh, let off from two jobs after 10 years of dedicated service one just because one company happened to go under and the other because of um, some personal reasons and uh, that I can't get into right now yeah, sure. but the point of that is that even if you're loyal to a company you're still in the hands of somebody else to pay your bills mm. and there's nothing wrong with having a job but we need to be creating something on the side that is in our own control so that's that's where the passion came in so in 2007 it suddenly it was like this lightning bolt mm -hmm. and it was like amanda you should be teaching this entrepreneurship this wealth mentality to children and their families Brilliant. and i came up with this idea well okay Kids don't like being told what to do. Okay, to be honest, nobody likes being told what to do. Yeah. So I knew lecture was not going to work. And I thought back to when I was a kid and what I remembered the most and what I enjoyed the most. And I asked friends and family. And it was always storytelling, playing games, mm. having experiences that meant something to them personally. That's right. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to teach entrepreneurship, positive wealth mentality through storytelling and personal exercises. And that's how it came off the ground. Brilliant. That's, that's incredible. <laughs> that's so incredible. I mean, I mean, I guess, I mean, you are at an advantage being brought up like this, which is great, yeah. you know, and there's not many, obviously, not many people can say that, you know, and for you to actually, you know, run with that, you know, and respect your parents, you know, um, learnings to say well listen because some some people you could have gone the other way as well think oh no this is really boring I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to take this on so good for you for taking it on and running with it and making it your passion and now obviously sharing your words of wisdom and your you know love to 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 families you know families around the world which is fantastic absolutely yeah. brilliant and you you mentioned about passive income I mean even I think now you know the climate that we're in now it's even more you know relevant isn't it yes it really is and um I'd love to touch on a story that happened to me in 2016 when I ended up in a coma yes I think it would really relate to to everyone here today um especially because it's so similar to what's happening with the coronavirus so in 2016, I got pneumonia in one lung. It progressed into both lungs and I had to be put into a medicated coma. I had to be intubated and paralyzed right. so they could transport me to a hospital that had an ICU because our local town didn't. And that was the only way they could keep me alive. And it was supposed to just be for a couple of days, just for the transport. Sorry. <clears throat> that, that's the, uh, the side effects of a lung patient. You're going to hear me lose my voice and cough. <laughs> Oh, no, but I'm still here. I'm yeah, still here. And um, so it was supposed to last just a few days for the transport, but it got worse. And I actually developed 
ARDS, which stands for Acute Respiratory Distress Syndrome, which really just means my lungs gave up. They, they would not work on their own. And so I needed life support to stay alive. And I ended up staying in a coma for three weeks, completely steady, like no, no ups or downs. Oh and um, until finally um, they, they turned me over three times onto my stomach. And the third time it, it worked, it, 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 gravity actually helped me, which was amazing. I actually had probably about a 20% chance of survival. So it really is amazing that I'm here. Yes. And when I woke up, I had to relearn everything. It was like being a baby, only being conscious, right? Mm -hmm. So I had to learn how to breathe on my own, how to eat and drink, um, which was interesting, mm -hmm. how to talk, like how, how to actually communicate, which was tremendously frustrating because my mind knew what I wanted to say, but I couldn't coordinate with my hands. So my mom had made like this piece of paper with the alphabet on it. She thought oh, maybe then she can communicate. So I would point to the letters, but if I wanted to say cat, I'd spell out dog, you know, like, and it was so frustrating because I knew it was wrong, but I couldn't get it to cooperate. Yeah. And this was like this for quite a few days as I slowly transitioned from the, what they call ICU psychosis. I went through horrible, horrible nightmares. Um, I don't wish it on anyone. And my heart goes out to everybody who is dealing with coma because of coronavirus. It's very similar to what I went through. Oh, um and so it took a couple of months for me to actually even get back on my laptop to have a look. But something really cool happened, Carol. So when I finally was strong enough, so I had to learn like everything, like I said, walking, talking, everything. And mm. when I finally got back on my laptop, I had to look at my statistics just to see what had been going on with my business. And I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked because... Just before the coma, I'd gone through a separation, a reconnection. <clears throat> I hadn't really had time to work on my business. Yes. And um, But during my coma, it had made a couple hundred dollars in pass passive income. Now, it wasn't enough to pay the bills, but it was a numbers game. I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to teach this because it's just literally everything you do you just adds to it. You just keep building, building until you have enough to cover your bills. Okay. And that is financial freedom. You know, we are taught so strongly to save, save, save for retirement. Why not just focus on creating enough passive income to pay for your monthly expenses and then keep growing it so you can actually enjoy life and have the freedom to be with your children and have the, you know, the resources available so that during a pandemic, you're not stressed financially. Mm. And like you said, now is a great time to, to create, you know, income for yourself online since we need to be socially distancing. Yes. And so it changed my passion. And I decided to focus less on the financial education, which is still out there and it's still running on its own. Yeah. But focus more on helping the families also learn how to build online businesses, how to, I like to say, how to turn your passion into passive income because you have to love what you're doing. Absolutely. You need to wake up excited to jump out of bed. You have to be one of those people who, who look forward to Mondays, right? Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> I drive my wife crazy whenever I say, oh, it's going to be Monday. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bless. Yes, bless, bless. I mean, it is very much like you said, you know, we, you have to enjoy what you do, you know. You really do, yeah. You I really mean, do. Why, why be here if you're not going to enjoy this opportunity to be alive? Absolutely. Oh, that's great, Amanda. God. And it was just, you know, you had to kind of go through that to get to have that realization, you know, for mm -hmm. that light bulb moment to come exactly. on, which is, which is, which is amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. 
And then, of course, I had to wait till I was strong enough to actually start creating this um, content because my members were constantly asking me, well, how are you doing this? Like my videos on YouTube, for example, they rank on the first pages of YouTube and Google for yeah. free. And they're like, how do you do that? So I, I decided, you know, like, I need to teach this, but I need to be strong enough to teach it. So, yeah. and as you can hear, I get a little winded. Oh, no, that's fine. No, please take your time. Take your time, um, Amanda. Please take your time. So can you, um, I'm just thinking about our listeners, our listeners, our <laughs> listeners, because, I, you know, the, the main thing here is to obviously kind of give our listeners some advice, some tips. Can you, and, and finance is such a broad area, and we could go on and go on, but I guess in, <laughs> can you kind of summarize for our listeners, our young listeners, about how they can create a healthy mindset you know at, yeah. you know at, at a very young age what should they be thinking what how should so, they be you know operating at such a young age to set them up for life yeah and honestly it comes to the parents as well so yes. you know as you're listening fellow moms and dads it comes to how we speak about money because that is what our children are absorbing and the cool thing is you can learn together and one of the things I always encourage my members is be honest with your children and say, look, I maybe don't know all this much about financial education or entrepreneurship or, you know, a healthy wealth mentality, but I want to learn this with you. And it creates such an incredible bond because now your child is like, wow, we're going to learn together. It's not like, oh, mom knows everything. It's like, wow, mom's receptive, mom's yeah. open. And so and then they get to be part of the communication. So a, an example of a healthy wealth mindset is, so quite often now, of course, we're not in stores. But when we used to be in stores, you know, our children would be tugging at our skirts and saying, mommy, 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 I want this, I want this, I want this. And quite often the immediate reply is, oh, we can't afford that. We can't have that. We can't afford that. And it keeps that mindset of we are not good enough. You know, other people can afford that. Other people can have that. But we're not good enough. We can't have it. We can't afford it. So instead, it doesn't mean you have to buy it. I don't, I don't recommend it at all. Yeah. especially if you're being cautious with your budget, which I highly recommend, but it's the mindset. You turn to your child and you say, you know what? That is really cool. How are you going to get it? Mm. And you throw it back on them. You know, what could you do to earn some money to save up for that? Like, would you, would you like to, to sit down with mommy or daddy and, and see if we can come up with some plans? Maybe, maybe we can deliver groceries to the neighbors or maybe you can help mow the neighbor's lawn or, or, or dig out the weeds in the garden. You know, maybe there's something we can do yes. that will help make you some money. And then you could buy that because that is really cool. I agree. It's really cool. So let's sit down and see if we can find a way. And then it becomes a choice. Now your child is taking responsibility for themselves. It's not just a, um, an entitlement mentality, right? It's not just that mm. I want this I want this now they become choosy because now there's effort involved so they'll be like well okay that thing's not that interesting but this thing is really interesting yes. and you know, and then we get I, I help my members walk through a process of goal setting and teach them how to envision that goal already happened because it tricks our subconscious mind yes. into thinking we have it so when our brain looks around and it's not there it goes well why isn't it there it's supposed to be here mm. and so then it looks for opportunities that will help you get to there exactly it's, it's, it's filtering it's filtering your mind to focus on what you want so those little things so it's, it's changing your words instead of we can't afford it to well how 
how could you get that? Let's mm. think about that. How could we get that? Yeah. You know, and another focus um, that I like to, I like to use the example of weight loss because it can be related to so many different areas, but it's a really good example. Yeah. And that is the mindset of saying, you know, I want to lose weight, right? Mm-hmm. Or I want to get out of debt, yeah. right? With financial. The problem is our subconscious mind hears the negative word. It doesn't hear the not or the lose well, it will hear lose and then think, oh, I need to find it. Let me go find that weight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it hears weight. So it's focusing on weight. It happens to hear that it's losing it. So we better go find it. And with debt, you know, I want to, you know, be debt free. I want to be rid of debt. It's focusing on debt. So the whole filter system is focusing on debt. Therefore, hmm, we get more debt, right? Exactly. So it's a and it's, it's a simple, simple switch. You focus on what is the end result you want. Yes. financial freedom yeah. I am so happy and grateful now that I live in this abundant world and you can be honest with yourself because maybe you're filled with abundant love maybe mm. there's abundant snow I'm in Canada right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> right? but you know what I mean so it's, it's yeah. about changing the words being really really cautious uh, cautious or sorry conscience of your wording yes. and focus on the end result that you want to live so instead of I want to lose weight I'm so happy and grateful now that I live in a healthy, trim, fit, strong body. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And then you're not being, you know, focusing on the fat. You're focusing on the the trimness, the strength. Yes. And those kind of things is what, you know, what we need to then pass on to our children by being a role model and, mm. and taking them along on the journey with us. Yes. I hope that helped a little bit there. No, absolutely. And it is very much about the, the mindset and being open with your children because, you know, like finance and money is always it's always seen to be a bit of a taboo subject, isn't it? Or very it negative <laughs> subject. And sometimes it's yeah. just not spoken about in the in the house or, you know, some parents just don't want to burden their their children with, you know, with what they're going through. Um, so it is sometimes kind of taking your child along along that journey, you know, and maybe sharing things with them, saying, you know, this is the bill this is the electric bill this is the water bill and this is what you know how much things are or this is what we have to pay for so that they have a I don't know a more over we'll have an overview on what where you know what has to be paid for on a exactly. you know on a, on a regular basis isn't it yeah no I highly recommend well first of all one of the best things we can do for ourselves yeah is to have a a budget, not saying that you can only spend this much on that and only this much on that. That's not what I mean by budget. Yeah. I mean, literally just a spreadsheet. Um, I'm actually working on one to, to share on YouTube soon, but a spreadsheet where you see what is your income, what are your expenses, because then you are in control. So a budget, I think, has a bad connotation because people are like, oh, that means I can only spend this much on my groceries or I can only spend this much on clothes. Yeah. It's not about what you can only spend. It's about actually knowing what your money is doing. And that empowers you because it's like, yes. you know what? This week we can we can add a couple of extra, you know, bags of chicken to our groceries because we have the money. Right. And and it feels really good because now it's a choice rather than being the you know, the victim of your money, you're, you're choosing, you're a master of your money. And, you know, that makes a huge difference. So having, first of all, a budget for your family, but then let your children join you in the budget making in the updating of the, of the spreadsheet, because then they see it's nothing to be embarrassed about. And you're right. It is an old concept of, you know, children don't need to know that, but the whole purpose of being a parent is not to raise children. 
the purpose of being a parent is to raise adults. Mm, yes. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Right? Like that's the, them. that's yeah. the end result, right? Yeah. Yes. And so we need to treat our children, obviously, in a way that is compassionate and loving as a parent. But so they're training to become an adult because at mm. home, it's a safe nest for them to make mistakes. And we need to encourage mistakes and encourage them to learn from them rather than to feel bad about making a mistake. Say, oh, so that didn't work out. Well, what do you think worked? And what do you think didn't work? And what can we try differently? You know, the whole school system is messed up, focusing on grades have to be good and you can't make any mistakes and you need to know everything yourself, which is not reality. The Mm. best way is working together, not knowing everything, but knowing how to find it. That's right. Right? Exactly. No, absolutely. And it is very much about empowering our children, isn't it? It's about bringing them along the journey. And because sometimes our children have great, um, you know, great answers to things, you know, sometimes we may not have the answer. (laughs) And they they, they do, you know, I remember Robert Kiyosaki once mentioning he's one of my mentors. And I remember him once mentioning, you know, if you want to invest in stocks, ask a teenager because they know the trends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll do your research, but you know what I mean? Like they know what because yeah. we get stuck in our old ways and we forget to keep updating. Yeah. We and, we, and we yeah. underestimate our children at times as well. Yeah. Because you know, sometimes when I, you know, talk to my 12 year old son and sometimes the things he comes up with and I think oh god I never thought of that you know but <laughs> it's just like you said it's just coming out of your zone or coming out of your box and keeping yeah. an open mind to listen to other people's perspectives and that includes your children yeah and when you find yourself having a moment um, the most beautiful gift is when we notice oh my gosh I just said something that is actually disempowering instead of empowering yes. and then acknowledging that to your child and saying did you hear what I just said? Mommy did it. Mommy yeah. was that. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy did it. What should I have said instead? Right. And you make it as this fun journey together. Right. Mm. Mom, you said we can't afford it. I know. I know. <laughs> no, absolutely. Right? And you make it a fun game. I mean, life is a game and we need to play the, the parts and enjoy the process. Yeah. No, absolutely. I love that. Love, love, love that. Just going back to budgeting, I love the idea of, and I've, 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 I've seen this method many, many a times. People, a lot of people have kind of pr- promoted. It. Is the, uh, it's called so many different things, like the stacking method, where obviously depending on your salary, you put ten percent. You make sure you do your budget. Make sure that you put, you know, you have a, a, a an account for your everyday um, outgoings and everything. But then you make sure, you know, you put your 10% in your savings, you put your 10% for charity and 10% for um, investing. I love that. Do, can you elaborate on that? Absolutely. I actually have a six magical piggy bank system oh. that I that I teach kids. And one yeah. of the tips I'm just going to give is instead of a, <clears throat> sorry, instead of a ceramic piggy bank that you can't see through. Mm-hmm use either a clear piggy bank or just use jars just use like those mason jars yeah and then put a sticker on there and maybe a couple of pictures of what the end goal is for each of them and the six jars are grow so this is the money you pay yourself that you're going to use to create a passive income right the money's going to grow for you that's the purpose of that jar and then the next one is the give you mentioned charity as well and for children i like to let them have the opportunity to do two things with that jar one is to give to charity, but the other is also to give 
for gifts for their friends and family because there is it's incredibly empowering for our kids when they buy gifts themselves for their friends and family and and what it's doing psychologically it's releasing I have an abundance I have an abundance I can give Mm. and so it both are are acceptable so I encourage them to do uh, you know share it between the two of them and then the next one is a learn jar to put some money aside always for learning always yeah. for improving whether it's entrepreneurial skills whether That's it's it. a specific skill right like maybe astronomy or whatever it is that they're interested in whether yeah. it's self-empowerment but always have money set aside for learning and you know children and teenagers can can save that and use it for post-education if they want as well but I'm talking about just lifelong constant learning like don't rely on college to make sure you get a job because that is that is no longer the case. Mm. It doesn't mean you can't go there and improve yourself. It just means don't expect that because you're going to spend thousands and thousands of dollars at a college or university that you're going to come out guaranteed a, a job. What you're actually going to come out guaranteed is with a huge debt, <laughs> right? <clears throat> So, you know, if it's possible, then save money first and then go if that's what you want to do. Um, but learn jars. So you've got the grow for growing your money, the give for that feeling of abundance, which will yes. help the world so much. Learn for continuously learning. Mm-hmm. And then we have the rain jar, which is saving for that rainy day. No, it doesn't mean that psychologically you're expecting a rainy day. Yes. I call it rain because it's fun because it's like dancing in the rain. Yeah. It's just more of like, so if you end up in a coma, which I really hope you don't, because trust me, it's a lot of work to come out of. Sure. Um, then you've got something there to help you, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the fourth one. And then the last two are really fun because these are the ones that get kids excited. It's the goal jar. So that's where you're sitting down. You're, you're goal setting. You create a vision board for it. And you're you're saving for a particular goal. Maybe it's a new 3DS. Maybe maybe yeah. it's a new soccer ball. Like whatever it is that, you, mm-hmm. that is Usually it's a physical, tangible thing, but it can also be, I've had children save up for a family vacation, which clearly is not happening right now, but you know what I mean? And so it can be something like that, but usually with children and teenagers, it starts with a physical, which is fine because Mm. then they have something physical that they see that they've accomplished and that's pride of ownership, right? And then the last one is also about um, an abundance mindset. Yes. It's your fun jar. Mm. Every month, spend your fun jar on something fun. Now, I normally would have said like go to the movies, which you can't do right now. So rent a movie at home. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Order a couple of treats in your groceries when you go pick them up in the parking lot, nice and safe, right? So, <clears throat> but the idea again, just like with the gift jar, the fun jar is about having that mindset of abundance. Yes. You know, we're, we're moving away from scarcity. That there, but we came out of generations that went through wars. Yeah. And it was normal for them to be very scarce. Mm-hmm. It was very normal. We need to release that. But that's why we have those jars like the rain and the grow. It's so that we are being smart with our money and also helping our children understand abundance and opportunity. Yes. Yeah, I yes. love that. I hope that, that helped a bit. No, no, absolutely. It did. And that also goes for um, our parents or our adult listeners. You know, you don't have to have your jars. You know, that's very much a fun thing to do. But if you... <laughs> Use that concept, yeah, use that concept into by, you know, opening different accounts so that everything, so everything is separate. I know you must probably end up with, I don't know, four different accounts. (laughs) However, you know, at least it will help you um, separate, you know 
separate your separate your finance so you know once you have a you know your main account where all your outgoings and you know incomings are going in at least you know how much you've got left with and you don't have to you know tamper with that and then that 10 percent or however you you can afford can go to the other accounts well Um, and like the rain account and the grow account you know those can go into a savings they may as well earn some interest while you're saving it up for whatever purpose you're using it for yeah right so whereas you're you obviously have a checking account that you're just using for your daily expenditures and income and stuff, but move them into an account since it's going to sit for a little bit to compile anyway. Yeah. You may as well earn compounding interest on it. Yeah, exactly. And I'd like to also just, I think, to stress, and I'm sure you you, you would agree with this, Amanda, you know, it's it, you don't have to have huge amounts of money to do this. What you're doing, the reason why you're doing this is just to create that mindset of doing that. Exactly. It could be be just a dollar or, you know, obviously in the States or a pound that goes into all these jars or these different accounts. It's just kind of setting you up to, to discipline yourself to do that. Exactly. The habit, setting the habit and then as the habit habit grows and you actually become more financially successful, then the amounts grow as well. Because people are always like, oh, I can't do 10%. I'm like, so what can you do? Yeah. Do your budget. What can you do? Is it 1%? Is it Mm. five? Whatever it is. And and if it's not, you know, okay, but I have a big, like, for example, we just had our, our gas bill which doesn't come in monthly, it comes in like every couple of months. So it's a bigger bill. So that month, maybe you do a little bit less, but then on the other months, you do a little bit more to make up for it. You know what I mean? Mm. You you have to just balance it out and make it work. The concept is not to put yourself in stress, but paying yourself first, even if it's a dollar, grows. And it sets that mindset that you are important. Mm -hmm. Your financial situation and your family's financial situation is important and you're in control it's so simple you're putting one dollar in and now you're in control of your finances yeah and you feel confident yeah yeah I I love that I really love that you know it is about creating these healthy habits isn't it so that when things like this you know you know situations like this happen that you're you feel a little bit stronger within you know within yourself and then a little bit more in control Exactly. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. Some great tips there. Great, great, great tips. Can you um, suggest? And again, this I think is going to take another episode. But just just yeah, just very briefly for our our young listeners about passive income. Any ideas you know that you can share with share with them? All right. So there are tons, and honestly, your kids once they grasp the concept of what passive income is. Mm they're going to come up with all kinds of things, but a really good example to tell them just to help them understand what exactly passive income is. So the concept is you do the effort one time and then you get paid for it over and over again. Now there is a little bit of maintenance, obviously, but the main concept is of doing the work once and getting paid for it over and over again. So a really great example is say, look, look at that movie. Do you see the actor? They did the movie one time, but they get paid royalties every time somebody buys that movie. Right. Or you see that book over there on the shelf. So that author spent a couple of you know months writing that book. They don't have to write it anymore. It's out there. And you know, every time somebody buys it, they earn a royalty on it. Mm. So it's doing the work one time and getting paid for it over and over again. So for your children, you could encourage them to write a book. My children actually wrote a book. Um, our dog passed away and my, my daughter came up with the idea of writing a book to remember her. So remember Candy. And um, 
helping children understand the grieving process. We made a special day for, for remembering candy. So we actually, we baked cupcakes. We sang, we love you candy to the tune of happy birthday. Cause it was almost her 10th, like she just had her 10th birthday yeah. before she passed away. And we made like a special space on the floor. We just, we told stories. We, we told silly stories. We ended up, we went from crying to laughing. And so she wrote it all down into a book mm-hmm. and then we're self publishing that on Amazon. So like, there are lots of little things that your child can do but they can even save up long-term to invest in things like real estate. Like it doesn't have to be small. And of course, an online business, right? Now, a lot of the programs won't let um, minors, but that doesn't mean you can't work together as a family, yes. right? In the parent's name, you're working together. And once your child reaches at 18, 19, whatever the legal age is, then you pass it over. And they've been mm. learning how to run it the whole time mm-hmm. and based on their passion. So yeah, mm. those are a couple of ideas brilliant love it love it love it love it there you go listeners i mean they can get your creative juices going you know yeah because especially you know in the digital age now god there's so many things that you can come up with uh, you know lo- lo- lots of ideas lots exactly. of ideas oh that's brilliant fantastic fantastic um what else what else i mean what is the biggest lesson life has taught you about about this topic yeah <laughs> honestly honestly yeah. I know it's, it's very repetitive but honestly the biggest lesson is to always focus all of your effort on something that's going to keep on paying you because mm-hmm. as a disabled lung person I know how limited my time is and I can only do so much and yes it's frustrating they can't do nearly like I said when I was a teenager I had five jobs there's no way I can even have one normal job right now but I can be in charge of my own business See, so, you know, I couldn't, an employer couldn't rely on me because some days I literally can't do anything, but other days I get a couple of hours of energy, but with my own business, I can set my own pace. Yeah. Right. So creating something for yourself and something that's going to pay you long-term, stop focusing on saving for retirement, focus on creating enough passive income to pay your expenses and then let it grow. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. That's brilliant. <laughs> powerful advice. Powerful advice. Advice I wish I, I got when I was at school or when I was younger. <laughs> but hey, I'm here now. <laughs> as my mum, as my mum would say, you're never too old to learn. So. <laughs> no, exactly. That's how you have that learn jar. <laughs> exactly. Exactly that. Um, oh. Just before we go, goodness, um, I know you've given us lots of advice, um, Amanda, but just can you give our listeners three, just three tips of advice that you would give them? Just three top advice. And what's the most important message you would like to leave with us today? Well, okay. The first one, know that you are worthy. Yeah. Okay. You actually matter. We are so hard on ourselves. You matter and know that. And do simple things like, watch this. What? <laughs> signs around you matter. your home to yeah. tell you that you matter right on your mirror I am enough okay so that's the first one the second one is do something you love oh my goodness we are here for such a short time and from someone who's had a near-death experience trust me don't waste your time working at something you hate building all that resentment mm. do something you love and the third thing is make it something of your own that you have control of that creates passive income for yourself brilliant 
Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Love it. Oh, that's fantastic, Amanda. That's brilliant. Thank you so much. That was really, really useful, really powerful, really insightful, you know, and um, I feel honoured, feel, feel very honoured oh. to, to have you on my show. And listeners, I hope you got some tips from that, you know, some powerful tips, you know, some really powerful tips and very simple tips. They're not complicated, you know, when you think about no. it, they're not really complicated tips, but they're tips that will set you up, set you up for later on in life. Uh, so yeah, please, you know, please, yeah, take, take them on board, take them on board. And, you know, Amanda, you know, is there, I mean, our listeners, how can they get in contact with you? The easiest way is probably simply to go to my website, Amanda vandergulick.com um maybe you'll put it in in the description how to spell it yeah of course <laughs> it's, uh, yeah just amandavandergulick.com because then you can actually find all the different things the entrepreneurship the financial exactly. education it's got everything on there for you fantastic yeah because amanda's got lots of tools you've got a um you've got like a seven sort of seven sort of tools like for for financial to, to help yeah. you to learn fan, financial literacy and, and you can um, have them for free. Yeah, exactly. To help you learn whether or not to give an allowance, how, you know, ways that your kids can make money and so on. There are a bunch of them. There are some fun goal setting um, activities. You'll, yeah. Your children will enjoy that. It's for children and teenagers. Wonderful. And <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. So there you go. There you go, listeners. You know, check Amanda out. Check her out on her website. And, you know, hopefully you'll find something on there will be that will be of value value for you and uh that's it that's that's we're at the end of the show so please remember to share my link you know to those who you think will benefit you know let's get the message out you know let's help our youth succeed you know set them up for life Woo-hoo! and remember <laughs> to check out my link in the bit in my bio which has all my social media links and website oyana.co.uk where you will find all my other services um so until next Next week, keep learning, live fearlessly, practice gratitude, and love unconditionally. This is Carol Oakley. Peace and love to you all. <laughs>